Hello and welcome to the Christchurch Fox Chapel podcast. It's the fastest growing conservative, evangelical, charismatic, Anglican podcast in the entire Fox Chapel area. Ben is away on vacation this week. I'm joined by my wife. Hello, darling. Hello. Hi. 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 Hello. We tried to record a podcast a few moments ago and we were interrupted. Mm-hmm, many times. By a construction site visit. But uh, we're in a series on judges. And uh, I think, love, you have a, a joke that's highly relevant to this series. Give the joke. Do mm. the joke. Yeah. Okay. Do, do the joke. Yeah. Um, okay. Ready for <laughs> ready for it? It's a cheese joke. <laughs> oh, I, lo- I love cheese jokes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Honey. Yes. What is the best cheese for getting a bear out of a tree? I don't know, darling. Well, I can tell you now. Camembert. Hey! Hey! Camembert, get it? That's very good. It's <laughs> very good. Yeah. Laugh here. And it's relevant to this series because... Because... Um, um, Othniel's dad is, is, his name means hunting. Hunting. Okay. Uh-huh. And, and people hunt for cheese. Yes, exactly. That is what I was just saying. About I thought to say. much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. So. So Othniel's dad was a hunter. Well, no, it just his name means hunter. Oh, okay. Kinaz. Oh, okay. I get hunter. It. He's a hero, Othniel. Um, th- this is the first of our judges and the judges get progressively worse. I think, uh, they're, they're considered to be weak, a lot of these judges. Othniel's good. But by the time we get to Ehud, which is the second judge, things have already gone wrong, at least in Hebrew thinking, because uh, Ehud is left-handed. Well, that's, that's, that's not necessary. I mean, that's rude, really. As, as, as your fellow podcaster, what hand do you write I feel with, offended by that. Left is best. Okay. Um, well, <laughs> in their thought, that was a sign of weakness. Well, they... Might have been wrong. And then our next judge that we're going to be studying is Deborah, and she was a woman, which, of course... Me, that's me too, <laughs> a left-handed woman. The, the judges have little hints, uh, I think, of, of weakness, but by the time we get to the later judges, there's no hinting. They're just outright terrible, mm-hmm. more moral uh, failings, like Samson is boastful and Jephthah makes this crazy vow, which he didn't need to make. Two men, I see. Probably right-handed men. <laughs> Two right-handed that. men. That's yeah. right. Um, so Othniel's a good dude. He comes from good stock. He's, uh, he's mentioned earlier in the letter very briefly. Um, he's, he's got form as a, as a good uh, military kind of leader and soldier. Um, and the people of God, though, they need him. So by the time Othniel enters the picture, we're in, in uh, chapter 3, verse 7. We've kind of set the scene a lot in this series with uh, the pattern or the cycle of, of um, syncretism and apostasy and wandering and crisis and crying out. And uh, here's our first example of what it looked like. So the people of Israel did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. Mm. They forgot the Lord their God. And I don't know how you read that. I don't know whether this is two separate things. They did what was evil in, in the sight of the Lord and also they forgot the Lord. I mean, I think one precedes the other, right? You forget the Lord and you worship other things. Mm-hmm. And inevitably, you're going to live out so they're doing what is evil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So 
they've they've lost their ability to to kind of think like God or or view the world through the eyes of God. Yeah. Uh, because they've forgotten Him. And I think what's kind of interesting here is it says they forgot the Lord. It doesn't say they forgot about Him. No, that's a good point. Yeah. Right. Like you've said before about kind of people about the need to have um, kind of regular fresh experiences mm-hmm. of Jesus. Yeah. Like, yeah, definitely. And well, like in like you and Ben have said many times from the front, like it's fine to when we know about the Lord, but we're worshiping other idols. Mm. It doesn't make him Lord, actual Lord. Right. It just makes him one of the many things we're serving. Right. Just another thing we know about. Right, which is not what he asks us to do. No. No. No, and I think like when when it says they forgot the Lord, it gives me the sense that they kind of stopped talking to him. Right. Uh, they stopped having a relationship with him. Yeah. Um, and they, they served the Baals and the Asheroth. Uh, this is plural. Mm-hmm. Baal and Asheroth, uh, or Astarte, or um, Asherah, or, or they're all different variations of the same name, mm-hmm. uh, is probably, uh, the Asheroth is uh, probably the female counterparts of the Baals. Mm, okay. Like the consorts, and these are fertility gods, so yeah. they'd be, um, they'd be worshipped, uh, hopefully in exchange for either babies or crops or rain or animal babies or some kind of harvest or something like that in an right. agrarian economy. This would be, yeah, a really powerful god, right? At least in their minds. Mm-hmm. And uh, they served them, which is intriguing because mm-hmm. uh you know you think maybe like the god is gonna help you but you're in fact helping it yeah was it you who said last week you end up bowing down to it mm, you're yeah. worshiping whatever yeah. you're worshiping you end up being bowed down and bowed they, down they, to it yeah to it yeah yeah i mean we, we'd be sort of it, maybe it's low-hanging fruit but you know we attack the the technology or the iphone or whatever that we've both got in front of us mm-hmm. um but there's that sort of curved in thing. Yeah, that Ben like, talked about. Yeah. Yeah. That the youth is kind of hunched over a small screen and mm-hmm. just curved in on, on itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being discipled by... A machine. Yeah. And then ca- and captivated by it, like addicted to it, can't put it down at night. Totally, totally. Being, becoming enslaved to it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like the idea would be that we were going to go to bed... And lie down and, and talk to the Lord and, and pray that psalm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, is it 25? And then and then we wake up and there's this new dawn and the, the night has mm. passed and the day lies open before us. And yeah. We worship the Lord. Uh, and, and yet, maybe for all of us, me included, really one of the last things I do at night is I check the news yeah. on my iPad. And one of mm-hmm. the first things I do in the morning is I check the news check on the my news. iPhone. Yeah. And it's, it's like, wow, you know, before I start throwing stones... Okay, yeah. there's nothing inherently morally repugnant about the news, check reading it, and yet here I am, kind of beginning and ending my day with right. this this device. Right. Yeah. So, so they're serving the the gods that were supposed to serve them. Yeah. Well, and it's like the Lord mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, you want to serve someone mm-hmm. other than me? Mm-hmm. Here you go. Here's a here's a guy, and they serve him for eight years. Right. 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 That's, and that's in verse 8. So what's going on? There's, this is the same word, served, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Which uh, I believe is actually, is actually a farming word. It can mean Bad, yeah. can mean something to do with 
dealing with the edge of the field and tilling it and serve worship labor do you work for yeah and it can also include the concept of being a bonded servant to that work yeah tied to it mm-hmm. so uh so they're serving the Baals and, and then God God sends them this this terrible king. Let's let's have a look at him. He's called Kushan Rishathaim. Um and I don't know whether that's his actual name or a nickname, but you you've you've found out his name, I think. Well no, I didn't find his I mean I just his whatever he's called is called it means double wicked. He's double wicked. He's double twice wicked. So not a not someone you want to mess with or be around or <laughs> hang out with and have coffee. We had Hannah Grace. Yeah, because we want a double Grace. Hannah is Grace, and so Grace, Grace. Yeah. And someone called this dude double wicked. Yeah, yeah. Either his parents really didn't like him or whatever. I don't know. There's some shame. I, there was a habit of this. I think Antiochus Epiphanes the fourth was known as Antiochus Epimenes. That was like a like a like a slur. They did a twist on his name and basically called him weak. Oh right, yeah, so, like like the uh, like King John in um, Robin Hood. Yeah, remember they came up with that funny song about King. Oh Robin yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that's the, right. Snuzzling, whistling, beesling, weasling. Anyway, yeah, he did yeah. not like it. He didn't like the song. No. So you can imagine Kushan not not liking the song. <laughs> right. <laughs> So the Baals are kind of these gods they turn to, but they're actually serving them. And then now they've got this king that they're serving, same word, almost like the king is a manifestation of the same thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm intrigued by the anger of the Lord, because that's uh, this verse eight says, therefore the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. And people don't like the idea of the angry God. No, but what does that anger? What does it mean? Yeah. It's a it's a it's a nostril word, hmm. um, I think, like a kind of um, a, a, a snorting, breathing. Oh, yeah, kind of a word. Hmm. Angry, forbearance. So, Anger. so people don't like the idea of this angry God who's scowling or nosing at them or foreheading against them, um, right? Is kind of at, at them. Right, I guess no one has, no one who doesn't like that has ever been a parent mm. who gets angry when their child does something dangerous or when their child makes a, a bad move that um, when they eat all of the Halloween candy in one go and you get angry because you said not to do that. You said that would be bad for you. <laughs> and right. they, they did it anyway. And so why... Why wouldn't you comprehend that in order to right. save them from themselves, which it does for us all the time, to save us from ourselves, mm-hmm. sometimes he'll get angry that we're choosing against him and choosing therefore against our own goodness. Right. So when you're angry with the kids for hurting themselves by scoffing all the candy, it's it's a loving anger. Right. Right. Or, you know, the, the old example of like when your child runs in, wants to run into a busy street mm-hmm. you grab them by the arm and you say just don't do that again right like it of course you're going to have a conversation then and then you go you to brazil and spank killed. them where it's legal yes yes exactly yeah so i mean i get i get that but really yeah. this is for for their good yes right they've done something that's angered him in the sense that a, a loving parent is angered as opposed to um him just wanting to get them 
No, this isn't like you're doing rage. so well, but I feel like I'm a mad person. So I'm going to do something that's <laughs> yeah. unreasonable. Uh, but, but we also sort of, we sometimes try to sort of get God off the hook a little bit by saying, well, no, no. So God didn't do anything to them. He, wasn't, he didn't do anything angry <laughs> to them. He, he just sort of left them alone to their own devices. So, you know, like he was just sat back and let them suffer the consequences yeah, no. of their sin. Not what it says here. He, he sold them into the hand of Kushan Rushtas Bashtagaba. Yes. So yeah. he's, he's the one behind it. Mm-hmm. And the people of Israel served him for eight years. So that's yeah. a long, lengthy rule under, under wicked leadership, serving the king in the way they serve the gods. Yeah, I mean, I think so, but it's so interesting. I love, if, you, if you're reading the whole thing, mm-hmm. he, they served wicked, wicked for eight years. Right. But they had 40 years under Othniel. Right, in verse 11. Yeah, so that just makes me think of like, yeah, you know, Weeping comes in the night, but joy comes in the morning. You know, like he is faithful right. to a thousand generations. The recompense and is much better. Yeah, the third and fourth generations, not so good when you do wickedly. But when you're faithful, mm-hmm. it's a thousand generations who are blessed, you know. Yeah, it says the land had rest, which is intriguing. Yeah. There's a sense of like a corporate mm-hmm. rest time coming for all of them. Yeah. The quiet and peace yeah. and settledness. Mm-hmm. So tumult gives way to settledness. Yeah. And and the settledness outweighs the tumult. Yeah, and there's so much action by the Lord in this. Mm. You know, like he sold them into the hand of wicked, wicked. And then when they cried out, mm. he raised up a deliverer. Mm. And then the Lord gave wicked, wicked, Kushan, Rath, Shakan, Shabada, into Othniel's hand. Yeah. So there's a lot of the Lord's doing in this. Yes, he's, you get, well, so I mean, even even like beginning with just the word Lord, which is a, a nod to his sovereignty, mm-hmm. I am, its existence itself, the origin of all things, sustainer right. of all things. You get this, this. Uh, every, I mean, the word Lord in Bible is, is like a sermon in a word, in a name. Yes, yeah. It's a reminder of who he is and what he does. Yeah, because this is the capital L-O-R-D. Right. Little... Yeah. Because it, because if we had uh, I am, which is what that is, yeah, um, in in English, the sentence wouldn't make much sense, right, right, right. So, so the editors have put Lord there, but mm. but used a different typeface to give us a sense that there's actually a word behind it. Right. So so Lord, Lord is a reminder that God's all over this, but He's also all over this. He's selling, He's delivering, He's raising. Yeah, all the verbs are to do with Him. Yep. Cool. Um, the, so then we get to this deliverer who saves. It, it's the same word, deliver and save, are mm-hmm. kind of the same word, right? Um, son of the hunting man. Kinaz, Caleb's younger brother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the spirit of the Lord was, was upon him. Right, which immediately sounds like Christ. Yep, totally. And it's another occasion of the the spirit being mentioned in the old testament yeah so when people say there's no references to trinity in scripture right. or there's no references to mm-hmm. the holy spirit in, or in the old testament yeah we have the lord mm-hmm. we have the spirit and we have the the servant judge yeah who's clearly a christ figure because yep. he's a deliverer he's mm-hmm. been raised he's there to save yeah and the spirit's on him yeah 
Okay. He judged Israel, which just kind of means he cracked on with good ruling. Right. Just ran stuff well, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. Uh, but he also went out of war. And I find this intriguing, right? So, mm. so like our idea of a good leader would be uh, they keep the peace, right? They bring, <laughs> yeah. you know, they don't stir things up too much. Right. So you're going to come in, okay, you've got to write the ship. So there's, there's some administrative stuff that kind of probably needs to be updated, like, you know, the columbarium regulations probably need to be redrafted. And, right. You know, um, you know, there's the, the, some of the wax seals on the toilets on the third floor are kind of mm. leaky. We should probably, right. you know, get those replaced. Yeah. And, and like, what does so-and-so want? And what does so-and-so want? Mm-hmm. And this comes down to that thing I was mentioning to you the other day, that there's a difference between peacekeepers and peacemakers, mm-hmm. right? And in, in, in the counseling world setting. Okay. So it would be peacekeeping to say, oh, let's just make sure everyone's okay. We don't want to ruffle any feathers. We don't want to, but ultimately in his going to war, mm-hmm. he brings, he is a peacemaker. He's right. active in bringing about the peace that mm. is more important, even if it upsets a few Apple right. Carts. Yeah. Well, and those and the apple carts need to be upset because fundamentally the people are worshiping Baal and struggling under an evil king. Right. So plainly, their situation is actually not good. Right. Uh, even if it's comfortable, or uh, no, even if they're comfortable with the discomfort, they're yeah. familiar with it. Yeah, familiar. It's actually no good, but they're yeah. used to it. Yeah. 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 Right. So. Mm. But I still think this is important that, like, this isn't just about leadership technique. So, okay, right, he does the administration well. He judged Israel. He set rules and laws, and he rewrote bylaws and, and, and regulations. Mm-hmm. And then he enforced them as well. Mm-hmm. So so there's good kind of um, jurisprudence going on inside Israel under him. And, and, and also, he went out to war. So he's not just looking after what's going on inside. He's also just kicking off. Yeah. Causing all this sort of chaos. But it isn't just a technique, right, of of merely administrating this this the state mm-hmm. well and also kind of prosecuting war well. Right. Like he's not Churchill. No. He's not he's not just a good human leader. Right. He is a spirit filled minister of God. Like right. so and, and this I love this because this is available to all of us, right? Any of us, any of us can be filled with the spirit, and therefore we can judge rightly. We can go into our own types of wars—the wars we need to like mm. war in prayer over our families, mm. war in prayer over our marriages—and mm. and we can do all of these things, and we do it through the leading of the Holy Spirit and the crucifixion of our own mm. flesh, mm-hmm. because when we are filled with the spirit. What we want to do is not do what what, what our human nature wants, <laughs> but it is to do the thing that the Lord is calling us to do. And mm. then he empowers us to do it. Mm. And so we find success and rest. And it doesn't mean it's not war. doesn't mean it's right. not hard. Right. Or that we don't come against other people that are going to not, not dislike us or come against the enemy, you know, who wants mm. to, wants us to fail, who wants to steal, kill, and destroy stuff in our lives but if we are filled with the spirit he will give them over to us like he will yeah. prevail right so this is another this is another thing isn't it that although he's administrating things well and he's going out to war 
it is in fact the Lord who gave Cushan Rishathaim, king of Mesopotamia, into his hand. Yeah. So it's God who brings the victory. Mm-hmm. And so his hand, whose, prevailed over Cushan. I know. It's like, hmm, whose hand? Whose, <laughs> whose hand? hand is that? Yeah. That's questionable, right? Like the Lord gave them over into his hand and his hand prevailed over. So it's really like it's all one and the same, isn't it? Like I think so, yeah. Is it the Lord's hand? Is it his hand? Is it is it his hand animated by the spirit of the Lord, which mm. is probably more right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, like uh, I just love that. Yeah, which, and then the, and then everything. The land had rest for forty years. Right. So there's this peace, but yeah. before the peace can be kept, it has to be made. Yeah. And before it can be made, it kind of has to be disturbed. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a real disruption in the land. Yeah. Because it needs it. Mm-hmm. Like the land is not at peace. Right. Now a lot of us have made peace with the gods of the land. Like yes. Well, we feel we have. Right. We've settled for. A blended faith of God plus the thing. Whatever else. Whatever the thing is. Yeah. Um, Maybe like Baal's a bit different. Baal Baal is just a demon. Like there's no good redeeming thing about Baal. The the iPhone has good redeeming things. Um, There's there's an analogy, right? Yeah. But it's not identical. Yeah. I think a lot, but it's worth noting that, that good things can become idols too. So the idols aren't all purely wicked, solely manifestations of the demonic. The, right. the idols can also be just lumps of wood that we've made. Yeah. There's like, nothing well, inherently yeah. evil about the lump of wood. It's just a lump of wood. Right. But it's it's now there are demonic forces behind it mm-hmm. using it. Yeah. Manipulating us. Yeah. And um, the more kind of we take our eyes off the Lord, the more uh, we tend to put our eyes on whatever our neighbors are up to. Mm-hmm. And they're all doing this thing. Right. Have you heard the latest thing? And they're like, oh, we better get on board. Right. We've got to buy that stock because yeah. everyone else has bought it. And it seems to be working. And it seems to be working. Until you scratch just a teeny bit below the surface. Mm-hmm. And you realize it's not working. Right. Yeah. Thank you, darling. And thank you, love. I don't know if you have any more jokes for us. I, I Sadly, I don't. Really? Yeah. That's a shame. I know. Well, maybe next time you come on, you could bring us several mum jokes. We'd like I'll, that. I'll see what I can do. Yeah. Ben now, once Ben hears this, uh, Hughes, he's going to think, oh, joke of the week, that's going to be the next thing. Oh, no. Listener, please send us in some fresh material. Yeah, please. I'm very sorry I started this. (laughs) That's how it starts. Yeah. (laughs) Because no one's got their eyes on the Lord. They've got their eyes on you, love. That's right. My my fantastic humour. This has been a podcast of Christchurch Fox Chapel. Bree back next week. See that? I just did that. (laughs) 